Hey there, ZDB here. That's Eric Deshaun Barrett for long. And you're listening to this because you're ready on this March 14, 2021 for our Sunday meditation. And today we have a special guest who is Jennifer Carol Foy, and I am running for governor here in Virginia. So if you would, go ahead and get your cup of coffee, get your notepad, and go ahead and wake somebody up. This is one of them Sundays I think they'll forgive you. Well, good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It sounds like we've remembered to spring forward this morning. Thank God for that. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, we thank you. We glorify you. We appreciate you. We adore you so much because you are our God. And it is in you that we put our trust. We thank you for waking us up this morning and clothing us in our right mind and giving us the activities of our limbs. It is because of you we live, we move, and we have our being. Father, we come before we go in the Father. Father, we just want to adore you and appreciate you for who you are. You're a great God. You're a loving God. You're a caring God. And Lord, as we come, Lord, we come to you and we, we say, Lord, forgive us of our sins that we've done aware and unaware. There's anything in our life that is unpleasing to you. We ask you to forgive us for that, Lord. And Father, we don't want anything that would be in the hit of us for us to hear from for us from hearing from you. We need to hear from you. We need fresh manna. We need you to feed us this morning. Our hearts are open. Our ears are open. Our eyes are open. And Father, we need a word from you. Now as we come, as we join our faith together, as we stand in the gap, as we intercede for this for this world, we pray, God, that you give us kingdom prayers this morning, that your will will come and be established on earth as it is in heaven. Father, we thank you for that opportunity. Lord God, to fellowship with you and to talk to our Father, to climb up in your lap for a little while and just talk to you. Thank you because you said we can bring all of our cares and cast them on you because you careth for us. And now in this moment of caring, in this moment of sharing, Father, we pray, Lord God, for our leaders. We pray for those who have been leaders in our lives, the leaders of our homes, the leaders in our communities, the leaders in our schools, the leaders in our government, in our national government, Lord. We just, we pray for those who have given their life a service for this world we just pray god that you would guide them and that you will lead them we pray god that you will open up their heart and their mind and pour inside of them what they need to be the greatest leaders that have ever walked this earth Lord, we have a set of new leaders that just came into office. And Lord, we just pray, Lord God, that you would direct them. Lord God, whether they're on the state level, whether they're on the local level, whether they be on the national level. 
We pray, Lord God, that you will use them for your glory. We pray, God, that you will touch their hearts on the behalf of the constituents to who they represent. We pray, Lord God, that in the time of voting, in the time of legislating, in the time of making laws, Lord God, that they will remember you, remember the people, Lord, that they are representing. We pray for our mayors now. We pray for their their struggles and Lord God, we pray for their their time of making decisions. Sometimes decisions that are that are hard and are not not favorable to everybody, but we just pray, Lord God, that they will use the right judgment and Lord God, our school system, as our kids are now returning to school, we pray, God, that you would get the superintendents and the boards and all of those who are caring for our children the right steps and give them the right tools that they need to be able to make the right decision as it relates to our children. We pray, Lord God, that as they have to make the decisions, they have to come up with plans and re- and come up with, Lord God, uh, uh, remedies for our children's learning. We pray, God, that none will go lacking, that every every thought will, every decision will be well thought out and planned in Jesus' name. It will not be based upon, Lord God, whether the child is black or white or whether they are rich or poor. But, Father, will be based upon the very best interests of that child, whether they live on the north side, the south side, the east, or the west. And we thank you, Lord God, for doing that in every city, in every state, in every, and all across this nation. In Jesus' name. Father, we pray, Lord God, for the construction and the, the organization and all that it takes, Lord God, to, to make our governments run in Jesus' name. And Father, we pray, Lord God, for those who are sinners and those who are not coming to the realization of who you are. Father, we just pray, Lord God, that you would touch their hearts and reveal unto them, Lord God, who you are. Father, whether they be, Lord God, the people that are, are on the, the street corner or those who are, are in the uh, public setting of, of our schools and wherever they may be, all of us need a Savior and all of us look unto you, the author and the finish of our faith. For we are glad that for God so loved us that you gave your only begotten Son. And your word said, whosoever believe in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And we thank you, Lord God, for the everlasting life be passed on to our children and to their children and to our sisters and our brothers and to our nieces and our nephews. Lord God, to our friends and even to our enemies. We pray for the street that we live on. We pray for the neighbors. We pray for those who live in front of us and behind us, on the side of us, even if someone lives on the top of us, on the bottom. Father, we pray for them right now in Jesus' name. We cover their household and their family members with prayer. Lord, there are some people on on this service this morning got some concern about some family members and father we just pray God that you would touch and move by your power touch Lord God like only you can work miracles in the lives of people Lord there are people that are sick they are ailing in their body their body has been conflicted with pain and, and God they don't know what to do Lord 
We just pray, God, that you would touch their bodies from the crown of their head to the sole of their feet. We pray, Lord God, that you would work miracles, Lord. There are people that are suffering today with COVID. There are people suffering with cancers. And there are people that are, are, are suffering with high blood and low blood. There are people suffering today with migraine headaches and with lupus. They are suffering, Lord God, with sugar diabetes, Lord God. They are suffering, Lord God, with arthritis and rheumatism. They are suffering this morning, Lord, with all times they are suffering suffering with memory loss, Lord God. They are suffering, Lord God, with uh, bone disease. They are, they, are, they, are, they, are, they are suffering this morning with MS, Lord God. And they are suffering this morning, Lord God, with many ailments and many situations. But God, there is nothing that you or this world has, has offered and that these bodies has contracted that your power has not already healed. <laughs> you've already stepped on the cross and you have already died for our sins and, and and you have already gotten up from the cross and we thank you now for the finished work of the cross and the power that it brings we thank you for the salvation but we also thank you for the healing we thank you for the salvation and the healing but we also thank you for Lord God touching our minds we thank you for the salvation we thank you for the healing we thank you for touching our minds we thank you for even going and touching our emotions uh, oh God thank you for looking at the things of our hearts and Lord constructing God uh, healing and, and making a path Lord God of restoration that's the type of God we serve we thank you Lord God that you think about everything when we forget it, uh, to think about something when we forget to pray for something Lord God you always got a ram in the bush. You got somebody praying. You got somebody that, that is seeking your face. You got people that have not given up on you, Lord God. And we thank you, Lord God. We praise you this morning because you are a great God and great to we praise. Father, we pray for this nation. We pray for this nation, the United States of America. We pray, Lord God, that Lord God, that you will heal our streets, our streets of trouble. Father, we turn on the news and we hear about killings and then we hear about fires and we hear about missing children. We hear about missing people, Lord God, and people walking away from their homes and forgetting where they live. God, we just pray, Lord Jesus. We pray, Lord God, that the poverty level will decrease. We pray, Lord God, that employment level will decrease, Lord God, that people will be able to gain employment. We pray, Lord God, that you will open up ways, Lord God, that people may get a living, can make a living on their own, Lord God. We pray, Lord God, that we thank you for the stimulus checks. We thank you, Lord God, for touching the the legislators to do what they do, Lord God, to to help stimulate this nation, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for it. But we thank you because you are still greater than a check. You're greater, Lord God, than a failing economy. God, you're greater, Lord God, than crimes on our streets. You're greater, Lord God, in the misdeeds of people. We thank you, Lord God, because you're greater than all of that. And God, all of it need a fixing. And God, we place it at your feet. We place it, Lord God, and say, God, here it is. 
We declare that our cities will not go to ruin. We declare that our neighborhoods will not go to ruin. We pray that our children, Lord God, will not be in this Lord God with the with the things of this world that's going on but they will grow and be strong and they will be great citizens and father we pray for our children now we pray for our grandchildren Lord that they will have a life that would they will not have to worry about being Lord God incarcerated Lord God or being the last on the totem pole Lord God that their, their grace will remain good Lord God and and I we pray for those who have not gotten the word they have not gotten the memo yet they are still lagging behind because of one reason or another but God we pray God that you would turn it around that child Lord God that is, has spent some days in jail that child lord god has spent some days in 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 the in, in the juvenile detention lord we just pray for them lord that you would turn them around turn their hearts around that child that feel that drug use and the drug pushing is a way of life god we pray for them right now we pray lord god for the adult that feel the same way god that you lord god will open up a whole new world to them lord and they will accept it father we pray god that they will be quiet just enough, Lord God, they hear the door knock up their heart, that they may get up and open the door and realize it's you, Lord. Even where they are right now, you could reach them because you said if you had to reach way down, high, glory to God. Ha, the Lord, the Bible said, or the words that or mama said this, he, you'll pick them up. And the world, and the word, your word backs it up, Lord God. There is no temptation that is common to man that you now have not already made a way of escape. And we thank you for a better and greater day that you have brought us to. We thank you, Lord God, for turning those around and touching hearts for those who make will make that decision to do that today. God, we glorify you. We praise you. We deem it to be so. In Jesus' name, amen. This is my story. This is my song. Hey. Praising my Savior hey. all the day long. Hey. This is my story. This is my song. My God. Praising my Savior all the day long. Thank you, Jesus. As we have come this morning, waiting ourselves to prepare ourselves to receive a word, and go into a service to hear what the Lord has said to us and congregate and worship together, as we have prayed, maybe it's something that is on your heart, and we missed this morning, but you you feel the need and the urgency to bring it before the Lord. Let's take it to the Lord now in our time of meditation. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, bless this service. Bless this time of fellowship. 
God, I pray that your your anointed will rest on this service today. In Jesus' name. This is my story. This is my song. Praising my Savior all the day long. Well, good morning, First Virtual. Good morning, Lord. Good morning, good morning, good morning. morning. It's so good to be in the land of the living, waking up at a whole hour early just to be in the presence of the Lord, to be among those who are sanctified. That's what the scripture says. And we just welcome you today. We know that your hearts are ready to receive what the Lord has to say today. I'm pretty sure that you came and come looking for God to speak to our hearts today, and I promise you, you will not go away dissatisfied. I'm pretty sure that our pastor, Pastor uh, Eric, has has prepared one blessed service for us today, and I'm truly, we're going to go away and then our hearts burn. Amen. God bless you this morning. Enjoy the service. Sister Clarice. Good morning, Pastor Booth. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Yes. Praising my Savior all the day long. Let's continue to praise our Savior with our lyrical meditation as we think on what our Savior has done for us at the cross. Today's lyrical meditation is a song by Hillsong United, which comes out of Australia. The meditation is, lead me to the cross. Savior, I come, quiet my soul. Remember redemption's fall, hill, where your blood was spilled for my ransom. Everything I once held dear, I counted all as lost. Lead me to the cross where you poured your love out. Bring me to my knees, Lord, I lay me down. Rid me of myself, I belong to you. Oh, lead me, lead me to the cross. You were as I, tempted and tried. You are the word became flesh, bore my sin and death. Now you're risen. Everything I once held dear, I count it all as loss. Lead me to the cross where your love poured out. Bring me to my knees, Lord, I lay me down. Rid me of myself, I belong to you. Oh, lead me, lead me to the cross. To your heart, to your heart, lead me to your heart. Lead me to your heart, lead me to your heart, lead me to your heart. Good morning, Brother Dennis. Good morning, Sister Priest. Good morning, everyone. I'm I'm 14th of March. The month is almost over, but, you know, I'm looking forward to the beginning of April. And why is that? Because we're going to celebrate. We're going to celebrate the resurrection. Amen? 
Amen. You know, as I was looking this week uh, for something to talk about or something as far as spiritual uh, meditation, uh, I went to the Old Testament. Uh, I figured, you know, we're, uh, I'm an old guy, so I might as well go to the old and see what the Word has to say. Uh, and, and I ran across something that uh, I have, uh, that, that actually speaks to me in a different way. Uh, I'm going to read it, and we're going to kind of break it up a little bit and see how it speaks to you. It's in Second Sam, um, yeah, Second Samuel, chapter 22, and verse four. Little 20 words or so. It says, "I called to the Lord, who is worthy of praise." and have been saved from my enemies. Amen and amen. I have called amen. to the Lord who is worthy of my praise. Amen. God is always worthy of our praise, and we should never forget that. When we get up in the morning, we should praise God, praise him for what he did for us by getting us up, getting our feet on the ground, putting that smile on our face to face the world. But also, you know, that we have been saved. We have been saved from our enemies. And who, who are our enemies? Do you have enemies? Do you have enemies in this world? He's not talking about the neighbor that, uh, you know, built a big fence so you can't see what he's doing. He's not talking about the, the corporate companies that are uh, ciphering your money out the back doors. You're putting it in the front door. He's talking about maybe the enemies you have within you. Do you have enemies within you? I know that sometimes I do. I listen to that wrong voice, that enemy of the, the, the dark one, the Satan. You know, he talks to us just like Scott talks to us. And sometimes we, we listen to him, but we have to understand that, you know, <laughs> we have been saved from him. We have been saved by Jesus' resurrection. We have been saved because Jesus got the keys. He took the keys from Satan so that we may not have to go to, you know, that we can have eternal life. So we have to remember that. When we hear those enemies, maybe they are the neighbors. Maybe they are that corporate uh, company or or the business or whatever in your mind that is bothering you that, that frustrates you. Maybe you should take time like, and, and pray for them. Pray for the help. You know, I pray for my neighbors all the time. I have one neighbor in particular that, you know, he really uh, he, he provokes me to anger. And that's bad. That's bad. Anger within myself. I, I don't express my anger towards him, but I feel disturbed in, in my soul because of, of what he believes and, and what he says sometimes. And he contradicts uh, who he is, and, and it bothers me. And, and I pray for him. I pray for myself that I, that I know the right words to say. You know, he may say uh, something wrong uh, against my other neighbors or the government, but, you know, I know in his heart he, he truly believes uh, what he is doing is right. But I know that, you know, he, he needs that special touch. So I pray that the Holy Spirit will come to him and open his eyes, that uh, he sees uh, that the evil one is talking to him. It's not the good the good God that's speaking to him. God, I know God is speaking to him, but he's not paying attention. And, and sometimes we do the same thing. We do not pay attention. We ask God for guidance, then we run away from him. You know, when we ask God for guidance, we should be open to what he has to say. It may always not always be what we want to hear, but we do have to hear him. 
and we do have to praise him. But the first thing, we should do what? We should understand that God is worthy, worthy of all the praise that we can give him. Whether it's at, you know, 6 o'clock in the morning or 7 o'clock at night or 2 o'clock in the morning or 2 o'clock in the afternoon. We should praise God, what, continuously. We should always talk to God, talk to God every day, every second. God should be on our mind. If God is on our mind, then we don't have room for our enemies, do we? We have that protection. We have that protection within ourselves. But they still are there. And we still want to raise and shake us from the foundation that God has given us. And we have to fight all the time. We have to understand as long as we're praising God, it's hard for the enemy to get a foothold. And we need to stand. We need to stand firm in our belief in the Jesus that we know. And we have to get ready and be prepared for this coming event that we're going to celebrate, celebrate the resurrection. Amen. The resurrection of our Lord and Savior. What a great day. What a great thing to to think about. But it shouldn't just be one day. One day a year should be every day. Every day we should thank the Lord. Thank him and give him praise every day. Praise him and praise him. No matter what we're going through, we need to praise him and thank him. For the, you know, we thank him for, for giving us the guidance. We thank him for giving us our health. We thank him for giving us family. We thank him for giving us the Bible. And most of all, we thank him for giving us his son, that we may, we may have that eternal life. Amen and amen. 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 Hey there. I think that uh, when you go back yonder and listen to our uh, previous conversation, should I say the genesis of these conversations, we had a, a time where you and I, we broke away from the noise of the, the recorded version, if you will, the, the live, whatever you want to call that, the call. I, I, don't, I don't really know how to describe it right now, but we, it was almost as if I was just presenting you with a tape. And we didn't have this you and me time. And I want to do that because a lot of things that we talk about in that that call really does not apply to someone like yourself who may be listening from Dallas, Texas or from Los Angeles, California, or even from uh, San Diego. Or uh, do I need to keep naming places? Uh, Ontario, Winnipeg, Manitoba, Toronto, you know. Rome, Italy, if you can really understand me. Bless your hearts, if you will. But I want to take this time, you and me, because there's some things that do apply to uh, you and I. First of all, if you're listening to this when it's released on Sunday, May 14th or March 14th, I don't know why I'm so eager to get to May. Well, I do know why, but that's a whole other conversation for a whole other day. Uh, You will probably notice something different. Maybe you will. But then again, if you're listening to this 9 times of 10, everything you have is automated. So it's like nothing has ever happened. You know, the clock automatically changed itself. You, you, you're pretty much cool. Everything just goes on its own. You know, us automated people, us technological, uh, technologically advanced folks. You don't look up at a clock and say, wait, huh? huh? No, we don't do that anymore. You, you, most, most of us listening to this. okay. But there's something else that's coming up that I want to talk to you about, if I can. Next Saturday, March 20, 
is the beginning of spring. And it's also the launch of our third podcast. We have this one. We have our civics class. And then we're going to have a third one that we're going to launch. You say, Eric, what's with all the podcasts? Well, truth is we can't put everything together because, you know, people may not like some things and they may not, you, you, you know, it, 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 it's just, let's just be real. Some of you may like this and you may not want to hear the third podcast or you may like the third podcast and you realize you don't want to hear this anymore. You know, it's, it's, it's providing variety is what I'm trying to do here. And so that third podcast, which will launch on, uh, as I said, um, probably the 22nd, it'll be a daily podcast, Monday through Friday. And it's going to focus on health, wellness, or should I say fitness and faith. It's going to be, hey, it's EDB, fitness and faith. And what we're going to do is we're going to have a Bible verse that we're going to break apart. And our goal there is to strengthen our faith and our bodies. We're going to look at wellness. We're going to look at health. And again, we're going to look at faith. And hopefully our challenge is by the end or should I say by June 20 is, is our goal. And if I look to see in my calendar, June 20 is literally on a Sunday. So we'll probably conclude at least that portion on June 18. We will be significantly stronger, both mentally, both physically, and hopefully spiritually. That is our goal. So I want to share that with you. It's anchor.fm forward slash Eric Deshaun Barrett three or look up Hey It's EDB Fitness Faith and Fitness and it'll be out there in a minute uh, on all podcast platforms. I remind you of that uh, as the weeks or should I say as the days grow near. Awesome sauce, awesome. Today uh, we have a candidate which you've heard about, Jennifer Carol Foy. She is potentially the first female black governor of Virginia, if she is selected or elected, selected, elected, same to main tomato. And she's going to speak to us. So for those of you who are not from this area, the area of the, the Virginia, if you're not from uh, the DMV, the Maryland area or the Washington, D.C., those those two very much intertwined. Uh, you might be interested in hearing what's going on or what could go on in the Virginia arena. So what I want to do is I want to uh, play a brief bio about uh, Sister Jennifer Carol Foy. And then after we play that bio, you're going to hear uh, Mama Bell, who's going to do as she does. She's going to tickle the ivories. And then after Mama Bell tickles the ivories, the next voice you will hear after all the people serenade Mama Bell for the awesome sauce job that she would do awesome sauce is what I said. Thank you for allowing me that moment of blunder. But the next pure voice, the next conscious voice, the next speaking voice you will hear will be that of Virginia governor candidate Jennifer Carol Foy. Let's hear her. Her bio right quick, if you will. I am Jennifer Carol Foy, and I am running for governor here in Virginia. 
My journey for governor began a long time ago, growing up in Petersburg, Virginia. Petersburg has one of the highest child poverty rates and rates of unaccredited schools in all of the Commonwealth. And that's where I'm from. But luckily I was raised by my grandparents and especially my grandmother, Mary Lee, a Southern Christian woman who had me in church three days a week, who taught me the values that I hold true today, that if I have it, I have to give it. And I watched as she gave everything that she had. So I'll never forget at a young age, my grandmother had a stroke and became a quadriplegic. And having to sit at my dining room table with my aunt, trying to decide if we're gonna pay for our mortgage that month or for the medications keeping my grandmother alive. That is when my journey for governor began. The moment I realized that so many of our communities have been ignored, neglected, and left behind. That families are struggling with the cost of health care. Parents can't afford to send their kids to college. And although we are working longer and harder than ever, still too many of us are living paycheck to paycheck. And that's why I dedicated my life to service. As a former public defender and foster mom, a community organizer and legislator in the House of Delegates. I have helped to expand Medicaid to over 500,000 Virginians, reduce the black maternal mortality rate and reform our criminal justice system. And as governor, I will put shots in arms and people in jobs, and I will pass bills and budgets, always thinking about you and your family. So this race will not be easy, but I know that I can do all things through Jesus Christ who strengthens me. Please go to JenniferCarolFoy.com to learn more about my campaign. Voting begins on June 8th. All right.
Amen. Amen. I hope you heard me. Yes, we heard you. Beautiful. Yeah. Madam Foy. Yes, sir. Good morning. Can you hear me? Yes, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. All right. So I... Good morning. I am Jennifer Carol Foy, and first I would like to thank Pastor Baird for allowing me to speak with you all this morning for Women's History Month. And I'm going to follow in the words of Franklin D. Roosevelt when he said, be sincere, be brief, and then be seated. I don't want to stand in between too many of you at breakfast this morning. So I want to preface this by saying, a, a, a pastor or a reverend or any of those things I am not. But what I am is that I am a woman of God. I am a little girl who grew up in Petersburg, Virginia, being one of the poorest communities in all of the Commonwealth, having one of the highest child poverty rates and rates of unaccredited schools. But let me tell you, I was raised by my grandparents, and especially my grandmother, Mary Lee a Southern Christian woman who had me in church three days a week. That's Bible study, that's choir rehearsal, that's regular church. So I can tell you growing up in the church and hearing the word of God on a daily basis, it helped instill into me the values that I hold true today, the values that it is my job and all of our jobs on this call to house the homeless and feed the hungry that if we are blessed, then we must be a blessing to others. If we have it, then we must give it. And I can tell you for me, that's exactly why I've been giving all I had as a former public defender and foster mom and community organizer. But this morning, we're not here to talk about all of that. We're not here to talk about me specifically. We're here to talk about women for Women's History Month. And that's why this morning I want to talk to you a little bit about how Women rock. So I need the fellas to stay with me for a little bit. But this morning, we're here to talk to the ladies. We're here to talk to the women. It is Women's History Month. So it is important to commemorate and encourage the study and celebration of the vital role women have played in history and in shaping who we are. But we are also here to give glory to the Most High to praise his name, to give glory to God. And so we want to thank you, Heavenly Father, for all that you have done and all that you will do in our lives and the lives of our family, friends, and our loved ones. But this morning, if everyone could turn to Luke 1.45, I say that's Luke one. 45. I'm going to give everybody a second. Get themselves together. Get where you need to be. Get where you need to be. All right. And Luke 145 says, And blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her from the Lord. Again, it says, And blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her 
from the Lord. And what this means, and what I take from this, is that when we ask for, for anything from the Lord, he listens. And not only does he listen, but he provides. Even when it is hard to be a woman today, God is with us. He will neither leave us or forsake us. And so being a woman in today's society is not easy. But I'm here to talk about and we're going to celebrate the fullness of ourselves. As women, sometimes, more often than not, we are the heads of households, the matriarchs of families, the glue keeping communities together. But we won't stop there. We are now leading courthouses and state houses, battalions, and boardrooms. Because women, I need y'all to hear me on this, women, we are fearfully and wonderfully made because we are made in the image of our God. Let me say that again for the people who are still a little sleep on this call. Because women, we are made in the image of our God. That means we are flawless. We are perfectly imperfect. We are daughters of the soil, and we are the givers of life. So you, you remind that man in your life when he's acting up, when you're not doing what he's supposed to do, or your son talk back a little bit, that we are the daughters of the soul and the givers of life. Or as my, as my grandma used to say, you know, I have given you life, and so therefore I can thus take it away. I need you to go get those dishes washed. But we have also been queens, we have been rulers, and we have been warriors. We have ruled over dynasties such as Hashutut. Hashutut was the queen of Egypt who later became a pharaoh and ruled during the 18th dynasty. And not only did she reign, but she reigned over two decades. And she will forever be written in history as one of the most powerful women in the ancient world. And then moving on, we have Queen Victoria. Queen Victoria, who ruled over one of the largest empires in all of history. And at one point, she oversaw land on almost every single continent. And she did what she needed to do, and she did it well. And we have invented practical things. So later on this week, when you get up to go somewhere, and you get in your car, and you cut on those good windshield wipers, Next time it rains, you remember a black woman named of Mary Anderson. And when we get the vaccine, and of course I'm encourage everyone on this call to get that good COVID-19 vaccine, I want you to remember the name of Henrietta Lacks. Henrietta Lacks, in 1951, visited the John Hopkins Hospital for an examination. One of the only hospitals that would see 
black people. She had a large malignant tumor on her cervix at the time. And as medical records show, she began undergoing radium treatments for her cervical cancer. But a sample of her cells were retrieved on a biopsy and were sent to a nearby tissue lab. And for years, doctors have been collecting cells from all patients who came to John Hopkins Hospital with cervical cancer. But let me tell you about those other people. Some of those other people, their cells died and they died quickly. So there wasn't enough time to be able to test different treatments and different options to try to get a cure or a remedy or even to learn more about this deadly disease. But let me tell you a little something about Ms. Henrietta Lacks. Ms. Lacks had the only human cell line able to reproduce indefinitely. And today these incredible cells are nicknamed HeLa cells from the first two letters of her first and last name. And they are used to study the effects of toxins, drugs, hormones, and virus. And might I add you that these cells were taken and have been used without her knowledge or her consent. Because back then, they didn't ask black people too often what they wanted. We didn't get to sign papers to say, you know, here's a full disclosure of what's going to happen. And so her cells have impacted the world, helping to develop modern vaccines to combat polio, HPV, helped create the HIV cocktail. It's a black woman's cells who have cured and helped millions of people around the world. So many people have Henrietta Lacks running through their veins today. So you can't tell me that women don't rock. And so as I was thinking, I also thought of the words of Miss Maya Angelou, where she talked about how we rock, and how you may write me down in history with your bitter, twisted lies. You may trod me in the very dirt, but still, like dust, I'll rise. You cannot and will not be defeated by our enemies, no matter how hard they try. We have to remember that God gave us his hardest battles to his strongest soldiers. Have you stopped to think that maybe God put that Goliath in your life, whether it's breaking up a friendship or a relationship, health issues, a lost job, for you to find the David within you? We do a lot of complaining, but sometimes, sometimes, church, we have to do some reflection. And so also to the men on this call, I didn't forget about you. And so to the men, I will say on Women's History Month that when you find a woman who rocks, if you find one, hold on to her. And as Proverbs 3.15 says, she is more precious than jewels, and nothing you desire can compare with her. All right, this morning. Let me say it one more time. For the men in the back, I want you to hear me. Hear me well. She is more precious than jewels, and nothing 
Nothing you desire can compare with her. Amen. Amen. All right. So, Come on. All, all right. All right. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. here for you this morning. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Love a church and talk back to me. Mm-hmm. Women are more valuable than all the riches and the gold. Women who rock are some of the most precious items on earth, so we need to treat them well and care for them. So, again, to the men out there, when you find that women who rock, you keep her close. Some of us have men in our lives who are projects but full of possibilities. Then the right woman come around. All right, I'm going to talk to you this morning. I'm going to tell you a little something. When the right woman comes around, she breathes life into him, speaks to his spirit, encourages his ambitions, and that's what men need, a woman who rocks, because he who finds a wife, he finds a good thing, and obtains favor from the Lord. So women are made to be more than partners. We are created to rule kingdoms. There are no boundaries, no glass ceilings to what God has in store for you. So stay prayed up. Listen to him, and he will guide your steps, and you will harvest the seeds that you have sown. And I know that walking into the unknown can be scary. I know that when God has put a calling on your life, you have some questions. Some things don't kind of add up. One or two things don't kind of make sense, and you may look to the, to the heaven. You may say, how is this going to work out, God? How am I supposed to do this? But as Joshua 1.9 says, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. God tells us throughout the Bible, do not be scared. Do not be weary. He has given us life, and we gain our power through his love. But the obligation is also on us, church. We must be faithful servants and give ourselves fully to his will. There is no need for us to fear the future. We must walk unafraid to do the work that will bring glory to his kingdom and amplify his name. It may not make sense to us in that moment. That is why you have to give yourself so he can use you. We answer to him, not the other way around. And I can tell you, church, there's some things in my life that did not make sense. Making it out of Petersburg, Virginia, did not make sense. Having one of the highest poverty rates, some of the highest crime, violent crime rates in all of the Commonwealth. Going to an all-male college, when I didn't have to, not working at white shoe law firm, making a, a, a good, good paycheck, good money, or being a corporate attorney representing corporate interests and instead fighting for the people as a public defender, running for the House of Delegates or pregnant with twins, 
None of these things make sense. But I am a follower, and I follow my faith in God's plan because God doesn't make mistakes. And for me to second-guess any plan that he puts in my path is for me to second-guess God. That is where our fearlessness has to rise because, let's be clear, hear me on this church, fear and faith cannot occupy the same space. So let me repeat that one more time for the people who need to really hear this. Fear and faith cannot occupy the same space. That's true. So when I have friends and family come and tell me how they don't know how they're going to get their next job, where the next paycheck going to come from, these medical bills are rolling in, you know, so-and-so not treating me right, what am I supposed to do about this? You know, let me repeat again, fear and faith cannot occupy the same space. Remember, sisters, that when you are going through something, difficult decisions have to be made. But do not forget not only who you are, a woman who rocks, but remember whose you are. Whose you are, you belong to the almighty God. So all the decisions that you think you get to make, you don't. It is your job to help those who can't help themselves. It is your job to be a voice for the voiceless. It is your job to reach out, and if you've been blessed, be a blessing to others. It is your job to forgive people who have done you wrong. It is your job to turn the other way and not stoop down to other people's level. It is your job to be the best woman who rocks that you can possibly be because eyes are watching you. And the most important eyes are the eyes of God. So I know we are wondering how we're going to pay that next bill. Many of us have lost our jobs and no relief in sight. But let me be clear. Our God sits on high, and what he do? He looks down low. He is the great I am. He heals the sick. He raises the dead, turn mess into miracles, problems into possibilities, trials into triumphs. He made us to be the head and not the tail. If we want favor, we need to repent of our sins and ask him for it. Praise God. The good book says that no weapon that is formed against us shall prosper. That's right, church. One more time. The good book says no weapon that is formed against us shall prosper. Now, I know you all have problems, so let me clear this up for the church. Let me make, this, let me make it plain, as many of my aunties say. Make it plain, Jen. Making it plain is that he says no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Never did he say that a weapon will not be formed. Mm-hmm. So, yes, you may have some trials and tribulations. Yes, you may have some things that go left and right and not the way that you need it to. Yes, there may be hard decisions that have to be made in the road ahead. Yes, you are having to lead families and you're having to telework and homeschool and do household chores and, and do all the things that's always been required of women throughout centuries of juggling multiple balls in the air simultaneously and keeping them all up there successfully with no room for air. Failure is not an option. I hear you on that. But at the end of the day, 
No weapon formed against you shall prosper. So let's turn to him and let's ask of our desires. So church, will you please bow your head and will you pray with me? Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you today as faithful, obedient servants with our eyes closed and heads bowed, and we glorify glorify your name. We know that the Almighty God, we know that you are the Almighty God and the great I am. We thank you for everything you have done and continue to do in our lives, O Heavenly Father. We ask that you make our rocky roads flat and our crooked roads straight. Please cover us with their blood so that we we may be shielded and safe, healthy, and protected. The enemy is busy, O Heavenly Father. Blessed be our sisters and brothers who are hungry, trying to stay housed and help us defeat this invisible enemy called COVID-19. We lift your name, O Heavenly Father. Be with us, O Heavenly Father. Because we are obedient and faithful servants of yours, please continue to cover us with your blood, our friends, our family, this country, O Heavenly Father. And in Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. The so church, please Amen. go forward Amen. And, be, and be blessed. Thank you so, so much. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank you. Beautiful. Uh, I'm a woman. I'm a woman who rocks. Beautiful. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. That's right. I'm rocking. Well, I don't know why Franklin Roosevelt said be brief because he never heard of me because ain't nothing brief happen around here. But I appreciate her. She took a check. I I almost started running. I expected a political (laughs) message. But she took a text and then preached. (laughs) Yes, she did. Ah. My, my, my. I appreciate her coming to let let you know that women rock. I, she did it better than I could. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I I think about her message, and uh, she was right on in what we do around here. I, I thought maybe she might have found our tape somewhere and started listening, but she educated us and gave us a little history lesson and all that that goes involved in it. Praise the Lord. And so I say as uh, she prepares to continue on this journey of she didn't come here and, and present her platform to you. She didn't tell you about bills she's going to write. But, but, but I want to ask you a question. I'm not telling you what you think. But would you want somebody to go up there? Now, granted, she's not going to be able to get in the house chamber and take a text. But would you want somebody to have some type of faith, a strong faith, to represent you as the leader of your of your state? 
that's something for you to consider where your your votes want to be come this June when they have to do the primary and uh, if uh, uh, actually we're going to Sister Carol if you want to uh, Sister Foy if you want to uh, let us know when we can go vote and all that good stuff uh, so that we can make sure that we know all of that because it's coming up here soon Uh, you did such a beautiful job with your sermon I almost don't want to interrupt it by bringing in some politics but uh, if you just uh, let us know when that is very briefly absolutely Um, thank you for that Uh, yes ladies and gentlemen uh, early voting uh, and your vote is your voice begins on April 24th that's April 24th so you can request your 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 mail-in ballot. You can request your mail-in ballot now. You can find your early polling location and show up beginning April 24th to vote early. The last date to vote is on June 8th. June 8th, write it down. Come on, church, write it down. June 8th is the last date to vote. So we are a community. We bring our friends, family, everybody along. Our aunties, let's 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 go. We gotta make sure our voice is heard on on before June eighth. All right. Well, she didn't, she didn't told you all of that. And uh, uh, if you uh, want to know more about her, you go to jennifercarolfoy.com. dot com. Get your grand cheering to to connect you on the internet and, and they'll uh, definitely pull up the YouTube grandmama know how to use YouTube now I can go play the video for her in the kitchen and she can watch it between her her uh, gates of music videos <laughs> and, praise uh, God <laughs> I done heard gates so much I'm singing it in my sleep <laughs> but I think pass there's one song that I that I do remember that uh, I thought about when Sister Carol was speaking, and I'm not going to try to hold you up to eight o'clock, so you better rejoice and be exceedingly glad, so this will never happen again. You're going to get out of it today, but this will never happen again. I say unto you, I might keep it 8.15 next Sunday just to redeem my time. But uh, there's a song that uh, Brother Gaither sings that I hear up there all the time that spoke to Sister Carol's message, and that's Show Mercy, Show Grace. And I don't know the rest of that song, but I'm going to let Sister Grandmama come and pray to close us out at the I'm sure she knows it like the back of her hand at this moment. And after she prays, we will see you on Wednesday. At, as they say, same bat time, same bat channel. So again, thank you to the boy for coming and all of the other persons who are here. You have some, some friends who are with you that I have been communicating with. I'm sure they would like to remain nameless, but I appreciate all of your your team who has uh, uh, we've been working around the clock seemingly calling each other back and forth they 
you have a beautiful team over there and I just want to say that publicly uh, your your persons and the other political leaders who are on the call some of them from the Norfolk Democrats we appreciate for being here to hear what's going on and so we we've had a politically packed service with politically packed people and they heard a non-politically packed message that can hopefully take them back to their politically packed worlds and change their politically packed hearts the grandmother yeah I know you're ready to get off, but I just wanted to welcome, this is Betty Potts. Um, I am the past chair of the Norfolk Democrats, and I just wanted to welcome uh, Ms. Carol Ford, the fearless <laughs> Ms. Carol uh, Ford to uh, Hampton Roads. And uh, I enjoyed the message of women who rock. Um, and as we are reflecting on women who rock, I want to all of us to remember a, a Hampton Road legend, Ms. Senator, uh, the late Senator Yvonne Miller, who advocated for um, people to have their rights to vote uh, restored. Yeah. Um, and I think the work of the General Assembly that uh, is going to be a positive direction to have uh, people who, once they have finished their uh, uh, sentence or in release, they don't have to apply to have their rights restored to vote. So I think... Uh, General Assembly and the work of Yvonne Miller and uh, your work, uh, uh, former delegate uh, Carol, uh, I mean Jennifer Carol, um, keep rocking and um, keep advocating for the people. Amen. All right. All right. I won't call her out, but since she since she spoke, Mama, Grandmama. You go ahead and pray for us for somebody else talking, and I won't. I don't have a problem keeping eight o'clock, but I'm gonna try to keep my word. So, Grandma, you go ahead and pray for us, and uh, I'll see you on Wednesday. We'll be out seven thirty next Sunday. We'll be back, and I'll keep it about nine o'clock. Don't worry, I'm gonna get my time back. Most Holy and all wise, Father, we just thank you this morning. We thank you for this beautiful day you have brought us to see. And we thank you for the beautiful message that you have sent to us. And God, as we come this morning, we lift up Sister Carol, and we're asking you to strengthen her and keep her eyes focused on you, knowing that all things is possible with you. And to remember, oh God, that you are there with her. Keep your loving arms of protection around her. And God, not only her, but everyone that's running, that is running for you, God. Help them, though, God, to keep their eyes focused on you, knowing that all power is in your hand. And in all things, oh God, help us to always give you thanks. And give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. For his mercy endure forever. And we just thank you, God, this morning for all that has been said. We thank you, O merciful Father, for being with us, God. And as we go forth this week, God, we're asking you, God, for all of us to remember that all power is in your hand. You don't make no mistakes. 
and oh God that you seize everything and we just thank you for that this morning bless every listening ear on the air this morning God keep us all encouraged help us oh God to always look to you from which cometh our health and strength help us to always knowing that you are there for us you never leave us nor do you forsake us and God you don't write a prescription that you don't fulfill and God help us to stay strong Stay strong, stay strong, and be of good courage, because we know, God, that you are with us, God. And we just thank you this morning. Bless us this day, God. We ask you to bless those, oh God, that's in the radio, out in the airways, God, that facing trouble. We ask you to look on that suicide person right now, God. We ask you to turn their minds to you, knowing that you are a great God, a loving Father, a God that can work out every situation. Bless our people today, God. Minister to them, God. And help us not only, we ask you to bless our people, we're asking us to love you as you have told us to love you. Be with us this day, God. And we say thank you. We love you today, God. We praise you and we magnify your name, God. And, oh, God, we give you all the honor. All the honor go to you. All the glory goes to you. All the praises go to you. And we just say thank you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. Have a great day. Amen. 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 Jesus. Yes.